when you're in a mood when you just can't lose. Put on that Nanner News. You're really trying to make that happen, huh? He's trying so hard. I'm just trying to think of all the things that rhyme with news. You know what doesn't rhyme with news? What? Oranges. Mm. Orange juice. When you're craving oranges in your booze, put on that Nanner News. Now, see, it was booze that rhymed there, though. Mm -hmm. All right. But I worked oranges into it. Can't stop this. Well, Nanner News is old enough to drink, almost. No, it's not. Uh, In Europe, it is. In Canada, it is. Sure is. Not here, though. Nope. Can't even smoke here. But it is 20. It's Nanner News 20. Uh, I was going to say, it's 21 to smoke in the United States now. Why you, what you got? I'm just very excited. I, I could tell your eyebrows were quite erect. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing a twitch on your eyebrows there. Yeah. So I was teaching the Civil War the other day. On purpose. I was talking about the Union and the Confederates. And technically, like, a kid was like, well, couldn't, like, the Confederates just be the anti-Union? And I was like, yeah, technically. And so that brings us to our... Headline with who wants bananas. Headlines. Yay. And our first headline of the day God is damn it, Amazon being anti-union. <laughs> that was a great segue. So there's a, big, there's a big strike going on in Alabama um, where the people at the warehouse, the Amazon warehouse, want to unionize. And Amazon apparently has been doing some shady things to stop them. Shocker. Such no, no, no. As They're just doing normal business things. Reprogramming the traffic patterns outside of the warehouse. Like I said, normal business things. Which is insane. It's a so, lot of fucking effort to go through. Well, uh, one of the workers said they hadn't seen Amazon put this much effort into anything. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, um, but the a way, lot of work. The way that the, an- the anti-union laws work is that you can't have any non-employee person on the property. Um, after hours. Um, and so what happened was to get around that union organizers or pro union people yeah. would drive up to the stoplights. And when they, when people left work, it was just red lights dash. all around it. There were yeah. just red lights all around. So you could, from your car, canvas with people on the sidewalk waiting to cross the street <laughs> in your car. Cause technically the, the street is not their property. Right. So and you're just driving down, they down the road. Out the window and be like, talk to me. And that's, they would have little, you know, conversations. Cause again, you know, the, the there were so many red lights. Right. So what Amazon did is that they talked to the city and said, "Hey, we're having a little bit of congestion uh, after people getting out of their shifts, so we need longer green lights." And so w- they put longer green lights so that traffic just had to keep moving; they couldn't stop. <laughs> so it stopped. I mean, the ingenuity. Wow. Rather than solve the problems with your workers, you rather would just have the city update the traffic lights so that way your workers. Yeah, just fuck with them. Yeah, that's. I mean, impressive and. Come on, Bezos. That is a Bezos thing to do, though. Not he's well, gone now. Well, is he gone officially now? Oh, he's not, not officially. Well, he's now, just stepped down he, as the CEO. He just had the fade away. Fuck you. And that's yeah. <laughs> just one of those. Like, here's your traffic lights. We'll Goodbye. see how it works. Because Amazon really doesn't want them to unionize. They really don't because they'd kind of be fucked if they did. Yeah. Uh, it's just a good prime example of companies just doing ridiculous things that make not a whole lot of sense. Right. And I mean, it's it's but. It's great publicity for the unions. 
True. Great publicity union, GPU. Let's talk about GPUs. <laughs> Thank God you guys had something. Listen, I was trying, and then Greg stole it. So that that's was, that was one of your best bad ones. Yeah, ease uh, my burdens. <laughs> uh, so, so Nvidia, they uh-huh. are. So as we know, they're with a company. GP, they sure are. They uh-huh. make graphics cards, which everybody loves. Anybody who's a nerd probably listening. If you're listening, li- yeah, if you're listening to this, then show, you, you probably like understand what a GPU is and why. Uh, there's such a massive shortage right now of the chips required to manufacture them, and then we deal with the scalpers on a daily basis who are trying to buy a GPU. So NVIDIA, in an attempt to ease the strain on the market for these uh, GPUs that are in such high demand, they have re-released the 2060 and the 1050 Ti back into the market at retail pricing, to help ease this, you know, quote unquote retail <laughs> They're pricing. They're releasing it at retail, but uh, yeah, we'll see if the actual retailers will honor that, and then you have to deal with scalpers still. But they are trying to ease the strain on the shortage of chips and to just give more uh, product into the market to make scalpers have less of a foothold. So right. it's an attempt. We'll see how it play, how it pans out. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. They're trying to just kind of drive the demand away from their 3000 series GPUs right now because they just can't keep up with the demand. So we'll see if it works out. Right. And people want the GPUs to game on absurdly large monitors, perhaps even theater sized. <gasps> a a forward thinking, well, sideways thinking company in <laughs> South Korea, uh, CGV, the largest cinema company in South Korea mm. has been allowing people to rent out their theaters for a couple hours at a time to play games. They like they'll have to bring their own console, their own equipment, which I would be down. Right? Just to plug so it in. So down. Uh, as of now for social distancing guidelines are allowing up to groups of 4. Uh How big are these movie theaters? I don't know. I that, that I didn't grab. It's not What are you saying? I was oh, no, wondering how, how big the movie theaters are. The auditoriums are. generally have 100 to 200 seats. And they're only... Oh, seats. Social okay. distancing. Right. Yeah, All so they're jazz, still yeah. losing a lot of money. They're losing a lot of money, but it's not zero. Right, they're still making something. At uh, the very least, they might be making enough to keep the lights on. Right, they are losing quite a bit of money. So even uh, at a 100-seat screen, half-filled would bring about $600. Full would and this be... This is U.S. Uh, dollars, because this is based yeah. in South Korea. Yeah, so, I mean, they're not... It's about $135 later in the evening, $90 before 6 p.m. to rent it out for two-hour chunks. Which I still think is pretty fair for you and four friends to go and play a bunch of games on a massive screen. Yeah, they have people playing Mario Kart and stuff on a GameCube. Dude, like, I'd be all about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it gives you a place where you can actually replicate some semblance of social interaction. You know, Greg, I'm glad you said that because I've 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 been missing my my local watering hole. Oh, yeah, I wish I could replicate Haley. the experience at my house. Well, Greg, like, all joking aside, I really do want to go back to the bar. Well, <laughs> it's been a long time. What uh, I can I can do I can get you the next best thing here. Can you? Yes, it's a website called I Miss My Bar. I do miss my bar, and this is one this is one of the rare times our uh, our our audience can actually come with us on the journey here. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have this working because what I miss my bar is is an audio recreation of a general bar that you have running. So, like, you could have sounds of the bartender working. Oh, If it's just that, it's a little weird because it's just like you yeah. sitting in a bar alone with the bartender. Just making direct eye contact yep. without saying any words. Yep. You can the have a background. That? Yeah, it's a blender. You oh, can the have blender. background noise. I thought somebody talking. was using a table saw. Yep. And then you can get 
of a, a full room, so it's awfully busy. You can tweak all these things at the different levels. Wow. Uh, you can get people serving drinks. Is this royalty free? Hope so. Uh, yeah, same. But what if I wanted to play my favorite song, which is Home by Caribou? That is a good question. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Why it's is on that this a list question? Here. Oh, I mean, there's a there. Yeah, they have they have playlist they curated have home by Caraville. Do they? I'm not playing any of those. That's that's, all, that, that's definitely not royalty that's a free. Spotify plugin, but yeah, you can get the <laughs> background noise of a bar, so you can just kind of put this on, listen to it. It's going to loop endlessly, so you can uh, you can recreate that bar scene. So if you want to just if instead of being a lonely alcoholic just drinking in silence, you can pretend like you have friends again. Oh, sure. I do love it. It does sound like a rather European move, I would say. Why? Yeah, no, <laughs> for just, the sake of a segue? Just for the sake of a segue. <laughs> wow. You that, say that like we have dignity. That, com- that, that segue was electric. Oh, uh, just there like, we go. Just like Ford's entire lineup, because Ford is going all electric in Europe. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God, thankfully. So they're converting their entire vehicle lineup to electric power by 2030. Um, That's quite and they're going a bold... To uh, move there. Well, I mean, Europe has always been ahead of the vehicle game, and That's I think true. Ford just has no ground coverage, you know, elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and so they're spending a billion dollars to revamp its Cologne, Germany Jesus. factory, where it's going to be the base of production um, for battery-powered cars. I and mean, that's pretty, that's pretty dope, though, I will say. Yeah, so they're going to have the car ready to go by 2023, so within the next couple of years. Um... And they're doing it because General Motors basically said that its entire global fleet was going to be electric within the next 15 years. Yeah. So So um, they're just trying to beat them to the punch. Yeah. EV is going to get real big. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that everyone's aggressively pushing toward it. Yeah. It's something that shouldn't have taken as long as it has, but I'm glad to see it coming. So something I'm glad to see coming is this segue Ryan's going to set up because I'm very curious. Well, it's interesting because I think Ford and electric just like 40 years ago was just as weird a combination as, like, Post Malone and Pokemon. Well, have I got some fucking news for you, Greg. Uh, Pokemon, was it Pokemon Go? I forget exactly which, I, I what it was. I think it's just an anniversary of Pokemon. Yeah, so on the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, they're holding a virtual Post Malone concert. Oh, Similar to the, uh, the, the concert that was done by Travis Scott virtually in Fortnite. Yeah. Same basic idea, except this one's Post Malone. They did a trailer about it. He's all animated with all of his facial tattoos. He looks tattoos. better animated. He doesn't look bad, I will say that, with his giant fucking dog collar chain that I he has. I can still smell the Bud Light. <laughs> but it's it's going to be interesting. We'll see what ends up happening. It's going to be on the 27th of February, so it's coming right up at 7 p.m. You can watch it on YouTube. So we'll we'll see what ends up happening with that. But along the lines of Pokemon... We all know Game Boys and Game Boy Advanced and Nintendo as a company, correct? With all the, with such hits as Pokemon. And Post Malone. And Post Malone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a company called Hyperkin that's releasing a Game Boy and Game Boy Advance console. And it's similar to uh, the old games where you came built into the little controller and you just plug it into your TV with the uh, RGB cables. I, that's not the right name for them. You know what I mean? RCA cables. Yeah, the RCA cables. So it's the same basic idea. Um, and But what this does, they're not pre-built into this, the console. 
they oh, actually they run the cartridges. off of the cartridges, mm-hmm. which is well, good luck finding them. Well, now you say that, but you can still get them, and you people can, do make replicas for them all the time. Yeah, they'll still run. And if and if you're not familiar with Hyperkin, they do awesome stuff. Yeah, they're studly. They'll uh, they'll do they'll do updated retro consoles to yep. run via HDMI. They'll sell a just a crap ton of class legitimate classic. Well, maybe not mm-hmm. legitimate, but redone classic equipment. So if you need new controllers, new pieces, new parts, whatever for your consoles, Hyperkin will do it. They do a lot of cool stuff. They have a, a USB adapter for your Switch, so you can use PS5 or Xbox controllers mm-hmm. on it. It's wild. Hyperkin's awesome. And so the controller for this is just a standard USB. Uh, and I believe the console has built-in HDMI upscaling for the games, so you don't have to worry too much about that. You just plug HDMI into your TV, and you're good to go. So I think that's pretty dope, and I'm looking forward to it. I might actually get one myself, truthfully, but I don't know yet. But it it is pretty great what the what Hyperkin's building over there, and what Amazon is building in their new Build It program. <gasps> What are they building in the Build It program? First of all, hopefully a better way to make segues, but... <laughs> I really fucking hope so. It's kind of their own crowdsourcing, almost like a GoFundMe, Indiegogo sort yeah, of thing. because they need the money. Right? Yeah, they really do. It, Look at not, the traffic lights. <laughs> it's not necessarily that. It's they're kind of launching experimental devices to see if there's any interest in them. Oh, so, nice. Like a smart sticky note printer. Ooh, look <gasps> at this. To be fair... So there's a cuckoo clock. Oh, so I do can, see that. There's a smart scale, and there's a thermal printer, a thermal sticky note printer. I will say I was excited about the thermal sticky note printer. Me too. It does seem right up really your cool. And what's really cool, it looks like, is that if they meet the pre-order goal, mm-hmm. for example, the sticky note's at 36%, it looks like it will get built. Yes. If they're, they're, so they're all at pre-order goals. If, they're, if they meet them, they will, in fact, get built. Um, Which is great because after they, they did don't. their their online gaming system, they were like, "We should oh, run this by the people right first. Yeah. Uh, if they don't meet it, though, they don't. They don't make by it. the deadline. They don't make them, and nope. you don't get charged. And they're called right. day one editions, essentially. Yep. Uh, so the Google Clock has customizable LEDs. There's a chime you can remove. Uh, <laughs> the smart scale will tell you more information about it because all of these things naturally link into the Amazon Echo. Makes which sense. is the huge bummer about the thermal sticky note printer because it only works with an Echo. That exclusively. Which, uh, don't have one of those. Right. If they They're said, really easy to get, though. So it's a roll of effectively adhesive. I would totally buy a thermal sticky note printer if they worked on, like, USB. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. But it's an interesting idea that Amazon's running, so maybe they'll have a bunch of weirder stuff, you know, weirder than a microwave with Amazon Alexa on it. Yeah, and Just, so these three items, uh, their pre-orders are available until March 19th. If they don't meet the the deadline by March 19th, nothing's going to happen with them. Nobody's yeah. going to be charged, and maybe we'll see new stuff show up. Yeah, it's always interesting to see uh, to see companies testing out some, some new I, things. I kind of like the way they're doing this, so... But that's just me. Back to my segue. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I realized what you were doing and I ruined it immediately. Greg, is anyone else testing anything out? Perhaps online, <laughs> browser-based? Perhaps uh, maybe Microsoft, the company? No, no. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll ignore it. Greg, what were you going to deliver as a segue? Uh, nothing as good as that. <laughs> well, that's upsetting. Uh, yep. That's sad. Yeah. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> just derailed. So Microsoft uh, has uh, its xCloud game streaming service. Yes. And it has started testing it through a web browser. 
And uh, basically, uh, it's rumored that employees are now testing a web version of xCloud ahead of a public preview and allows players to access their games through a browser and opens up xCloud to work in devices like iPhones and iPads. Because Apple is notoriously difficult to work with when it comes to stuff like that for the App Store. That's mm-hmm. why Stadia had such a hard time with that, too. Yeah, that's why. so they have to be browser-based so people can get to it outside of the App Store, so that way Apple can't yep. do yep. anything about it. So they're planning to bundle the web version uh, into the PC version of the Xbox app on Windows 10. Dope. Um, and the web version seems to be limited to Chromium-based browsers like so Chrome and, and Edge. Yeah, and, okay. yeah much like Stadia. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're going to preview it probably at some point in the spring. Um, but it looks like it's getting close to being a thing, which will be great. That is going to be pretty cool because... Everybody who's an Apple user, like, sorry, you kind of get shafted when cool shit like this happens. Mm-hmm. But making it web-based is dope, and I am looking forward to it because hopefully it'll make it a more stable way to play because I had a hard time doing that before. I, try, I did try it out with the, mm-hmm. the streaming. Yeah, in theory, uh, that should work well on iPhones, iPads, Chromebooks, mm-hmm. um, other devices that may not be supported. I'm hoping for an Android TV version soon. That'd be pretty cool. Um, which would be, be real nice. So their xCloud... Yeah, it's not going to be full 4K yet um, because it's using the uh, Xbox One S server blades, so Mm -hmm. it's not 4K streaming. So until they back end, uh, upgrade the back end hardware, it'll be lower, but still. Baby steps. Yep. Baby steps. Make it work a little bit first, and then. Speaking of making babies work, that's just a really weird sentence. (laughs) We're going to go on to. Weird news of the week. Weird news. What a fucking segue. Yep. Greg. I know, it was kind of depressing, right? But Tyler's going to tell you something very positive. Why? <laughs> uh, so, my favorite news, you guys have perused the Steam store once I've or been, twice. I've been mm-hmm. on there once or twice, yeah. So, there's a publisher slash developer yeah. who changed their name on the Steam store to say very positive because the formatting on the Steam store, it has the reviews, it has the date, and then it has the developer publisher name. Generally, the reviews, you can have very negative, a bunch in between, but you can have very negative, mixed, or very positive. Mm -hmm. Very positive shows up in blue, mixed shows up in like an orange, and very very negative shows up like red. It's like kind of that scale. Right. But the developer-publisher links always show up in blue. So they made it very positive. They just have very positive, very positive. So at first glance, developers at first players. Yeah, at at first glance, it makes it look like the game has very positive reviews. Steam has banned that developer. Yes, very (laughs) smart. It's a very clever way to deal with it. They're just not letting people do that because the game wasn't good. No, Um, and at the end, so they said, "I've made a really bad game." That is the only thing I'm guilting of. Reads, guilty of reads very positive latest tweet. If making awful games is not allowed on Steam, why haven't they already suspended the CDPR account? <laughs> well, oh, I love the, the icing level, on the cake. The level of trolling in this whole situation. Oh, it's just ridiculous. I mean, here's the way I look at it, right? Props to the developer for finding a way to get around that system. Shame on them for making a shitty game. Make a better game so you don't have to cheat the system in order to get people to play it. Also, Steam. Valve, maybe make it so that way it's not so easy to do shit like that. Maybe just change the color of the developer name. Because right. I know most most of the text on uh, Steam and their app and the web-based is mo- most of it's blue-based. Just change the dev name to like like a green or something. Right, or make it red like the flag of China. Sure. Speaking of China. <laughs> yeah, real, real solid. So there. 
my weird news is now China is now requiring all bloggers in the country to obtain government credentials before they're allowed to blog anything online. That's going to go well. That seems like a bad idea. So China already has state-run um, pretty much everything, including television. Yeah. And so what they're doing is that their new rules allow basically bloggers and any online influencer at all needs to have state credentials in order to publish topics on politics, health, and economics. Um, and the regulations um, go next week, and it's basically just, again, to control online content. Uh, and you know, censored citizens. Yeah, that sounds very China-esque That's to me. That's not good. No, it's bad. Uh, that is uh, what we would call aggressive censorship. It shouldn't be allowed, but here we are. It's China. It's China. They do all kinds of crazy yep, stuff. And I think a lot of it was just, you know, uh, about getting information out. Yeah. Um, but again, like China's been doing weird stuff. Like in December, they banned TripAdvisor mm-hmm. um, and another... Um, you know, set of apps because they said it was inappropriate. Um, so, yeah. So more from China, or I guess less from China. Yeah, now. it'd be less from China actually. So <laughs> after that, yeah, a lot of stuff that's broke over there. Yeah, you know who else broke stuff? Yeah, well, you know, Apple's been known to break one or two items that they that they have with some of their updates. It Fucking does not douche. happen very often, and they are not usually very nice when it comes to fixing them. Nope. But. There was an update that came out for the Apple Watch Series 5 or the SE. It affects both of them. Um, And what it does is when you put the watch into power reserve mode, which is just a low power mode for the watch, it stops charging afterward. It will not take a charge ever again. And Apple has come out and said that they will be fixing these watches for free. They have since released a, a, a hot fix to prevent it from happening from on future watches. Mm-hmm. But if you have the watch wow. and you did put it in there and it was affected, they are fixing it for free. How so you, progressive. You know it's a problem when they have a whole support page mm-hmm. and the first couple sentences are, a very small number of customers of the Apple yeah. Watch Series 5 or <laughs> Apple Watch SEs. No, no. If it was a very small number, you wouldn't be doing this. You wouldn't be fixing it for free at all. Right. This you is a lot of this, people. This page wouldn't exist. You wouldn't acknowledge it. You'd silently push out a software update, kind of forget about it, yeah. and hope those people don't make enough noise. They've been very public about this one. So it was uh, Watch OS 7.2 and Watch OS 7.3. So if that was your latest version of the Apple Watch Series 5, or the SE, don't put it in power save mode until you get the new update, which is 7.3.1. Update your shields. Or break it and reach out to Apple and get a brand new one. Yeah, there you go. That only take, uh, did they say how long it's going to take? They didn't, but it's probably mm, going to take a hot fucking second. It's going to take a while, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, so at least they are fixing it. So props to them, I guess. Apple's terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our weird news of the week. Congratulations. We did it. Yay. We did it. We're so good. We will move on to (laughs) Greg Stock Minute, honey. My Stock Minute. Mm -hmm. Gosh, and it's a good one today, everybody. Is it a good one today? Are you lying to me? a real good one. I feel like you're lying to me. Yeah. So as we start coming out of this all... Uh, I think it's important just to be careful about how much money you're putting in. This is more of a, a of a of a life lesson, if you will, to use knowledge to help you out with regards to how you trade. Right. Um, We're a bunch of jackasses sitting around a table 
listen, don't listen, research. Yeah, none of what we research. say should be taken as advice. Yeah, not no, at all. We are not giving out stock advice. We are just giving opinions. What yep. you do with it is what you want to do with it. Yeah, and so I, I think one of the big things is to avoid things such as options trading if you don't know it a lot or are, are not able to handle the risk involved with it, but also to be aware that a market just like anything has ups and downs. So if you have days like today where you just get absolutely bitch slapped, um, that it will eventually go up. Um, mm. Stocks are stocks are more 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 likely to go up and down than options. Options, if you buy sure. options, if it goes down, it's very hard to get that back up. So yes, you can make money quickly, but you can also lose money very very quickly. So that being said, I'm staying away from blue chips for now. I'm staying away from the big ones like Apple and. Um, uh, AMD for now, because AMD is one to own, not necessarily to trade options on. I think out of all the big ones, I might just say Microsoft might be the one that I would stick with the most. I don't own Microsoft, but that might be one that I'm thinking about you know, going in future. Um, ones that I love today are solar stocks, like First Solar, um, which is FSLR. I don't own it. I, I've owned it for you know, I owned it in the past for a very long time. FSLR is really, really good. If you can get into uh, EV um, electric vehicles, uh, AR and uh, AR developers, things like that, um, are also really good. Uh, so, uh, what is it? Ka- uh, Kanaki? No, not Kanaki. Kopen. 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 Kopen mm-hmm. Which is out of Massachusetts, which I do own. I so, own that as well. Yep. So Kopen's out of Massachusetts. Um, currently sitting right around ten to twelve dollars. I imagine it'll. I predict it'll probably go up to thirty or forty by the end of the year. Um, which is a really good one. But anything, do any an exploration. And if you if you don't know a lot about it, find ETFs. ETFs are just people who have gathered dozens or if not hundreds of stocks into you know into one group, and it, you're basically you know depending on them to uh, deal with what's in that portfolio for you. So, but I'd say the big things this year to look out for are solar electric vehicles, uh, and AR development. Mm-hmm. And approach everything, I don't know, in general, especially with what we say, with healthy skepticism. Yep. yep. Do your own research. If you want to buy the stock, by all means, but do your own research. Yeah, do not get anything because we told you to at all. Because we're not. It's an Don't opinion. do that. Also, I do own AMD. I own BioNano, Genomics, Comcast, and Copencorp. Great. Yeah. Super duper. Well, that being said, you get to join us on Saturday mm-hmm. for more D&D Deep Dive. D&D Deep this Dive. This is D&D Deep Dive 4. I believe this one is It's a Good Day to Death House. Is sure this is. one. I'll make sure the name is that. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it's what it is. I believe it's. I usually day. just name I believe like it's a force. <laughs> no, when I put them into when I put them when I upload them, I always do the diehards. So I think it's a good nice, day to okay. house. So join us for that. Uh, and uh, it's it's we're almost to the end of the death house. We're almost there. We'll see so if they close. get through it. I'm I've I it's it they you might not survive. So uh, <laughs> yeah, there's in, a good chance we won't. <laughs> the amount of words he started is how many times we might almost die. In yeah. one prediction for what you think will happen when this is all over, say goodbye. Oh fuck, tears. That wasn't even gonna be one, but it works. I think so. one of you is going to die and is gonna have to make a new character. Yeah, because I really don't one of you is gonna that. make a very bad choice at the end. That's probably me. Yeah. And then just like we're doing now, you're going to have to look at the world and say goodbye.